Welcome to the LU Moment. Thanks for listening. I'm Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University. Each week we showcase the great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University. This past weekend, LU conferred approximately 1,800 degrees, all done virtually and streamed on the university's Facebook page and YouTube channel, as well as its website. Posters of graduates are all displayed around the campus and will be for a few weeks, so you can drive around and you can see those, or you can walk the campus and see them. Uh, And I love what Dr. Evans said about these graduates. He said, and I quote, We are so proud of our graduates and this remarkable life achievement. Many of these students were with us through Harvey, Imelda, and now COVID-19. They've persevered, they've overcome, they've accomplished a tremendous goal despite adversity. These are courageous individuals. I wish I could congratulate each one of them in person. Um, And that's, you know, we we all feel that way. We all want to be back together with any luck and lots of science, meaning a vaccine, cure both, and lots of social distancing. We will be together again soon. In the meantime, the university is implementing a phase-in plan, slowly bringing employees back with hopes of business as usual for the fall semester uh, beginning in August. Um, But, you know, for those students who did graduate this past weekend, despite the current unemployment rate, things are bright for the future, according to Jocelyn Robbins, the director of Lamar University's Center for Career and Professional Development. She's with us today to help us understand the impact of the pandemic, trends in job hunting, and ways to rise above the other candidates looking for jobs. Um, Jocelyn's previous experience in employee recruitment led her to pursue an opportunity in assisting in the development of the next generation in the workforce. At Lamar University, she works to assist students in career exploration and preparing for their next steps after graduation while maintaining awareness of industry and recruiting trends to aid student success. Previously, Robbins served in human resource roles with Mid-South Bank, Harbor Hospice of Southeast Texas, and Cons Appliances. She holds an MBA from Lamar University and a BBA with a major in human resource management from Baylor University. Jocelyn, thanks for being with us. Thank you for the opportunity. So, you know, two months ago, the market seemed ideal for job seeking, but uh, it's, it's completely different today. Let's talk about how the pandemic has changed this landscape and what you see for the future. Certainly. And, you know, you kind of touched on earlier, you know, the unemployment figures coming out can certainly seem very grim, very daunting. uh, But I would like to reference uh, May 8th, the New York Times, a recent article, and it kind of painted a little hope into some of that picture in regards to of those unemployment claims that have been coming through. About 80 percent of those that have filed do see this as temporary. You know, it was a temporary layoff from their job, or perhaps you hear the term furlough. Um, So the hope is that with as swift as this has occurred, it will swiftly come back. And so um, part of those phased-in approaches, you know, we'll see some of those workers hopefully come back to work, um, you know, in those uh, in the coming months. Um, And then certainly that opens up the door for a lot of these opportunities for our recent graduates. Um, And so what we're seeing is You know, the job market, there are still positions out there. We're hearing of students landing opportunities, um, but we are seeing that shift in the technology related to recruitment. Um, It has been out there, but certainly a lot more companies are adopting virtual recruitment. You know, you may have that uh, Zoom interview or Skype call um, or, you know, a phone interview just to get started before they start bringing you, you know, on site for second rounds and things of that nature. Right. So, so let's follow that thread. How do you prepare for a, 
you know, I mean, it's nerve-wracking enough, you know, to go into an, an in-person interview where you can look someone eye-to-eye, face-to-face, but how do you prepare and, and what are kind of the, the do's and don'ts of a virtual interview? Right. Well, you know, it can certainly be daunting when, you, when you've got that video interview, where do you look? Um, so you have to fight the urge, you know, to, to mo- not monitor exactly what's happening on the screen. Should you have something pop up, but, but watch that camera lens. Um, and certainly we've seen all the viral videos of, you know, people turning themselves into potatoes or having, you know, baby Yoda <laughs> backgrounds. And so you really need to, to make sure you're aware of, okay, if this is that, that, that professional interview, consider that background as part of your attire. You know, what yeah. would you wear in an interview if it were face-to-face? What do you want to project as you as that potential candidate? Um, so you need to take those things into consideration. And the other thing, too, is make sure your technology works. You know, try to do yeah. a practice run. A lot of times employers will send links to help check your system requirements or to even do like a practice video. Um, so definitely take advantage of the time to make sure everything is working and is set up. Um, here within the Career Center, we offer mock interviews for our students and, and alumni, and so we can certainly help navigate some of that and help watch some of those behaviors when you're, when you're on those cameras, you know, fighting the uh, urge to spin in a chair if you have a spinning chair, all those little <laughs> nuances that can occur that can kind of affect the overall vibe of that interview. Well, I don't know where to look. I mean, I, you know, that's the thing. I, I don't know how I come across, and so I think it is good to do a to do a mock interview um, at this point. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about resumes and cover letters. There's some interesting trends out there, and I wanted to talk about some of the pros and cons. Like I've seen these these big websites. I mean, these these really tech savvy students are building kind of their own profiles online. Is that necessary? Is that what needs to happen these days, or can you still have a paper resume? You know, you can still have that paper resume. Just expect that you're going to upload it as an attachment to an application. Uh, yeah. So you still, you know, you're still going to have um, that document that's going to be that resume. Uh, now's the time to really vet your resume, look it over, have we too can help you look at your resume, make sure that you're covering your skills and abilities and showcasing your qualifications. And in regards to kind of having that online presence, LinkedIn is great. So if it's not something that's necessarily um, a specific blog or, uh, you know, a database of your achievements, LinkedIn is a great place to get started that will even help you with that networking component. Um, you know, certainly there are some industries yeah. that do expect you to have that uh, online presence. So you do need to be mindful of that. Of Are you prepared to have that online presence if it's related to, you know, perhaps marketing and branding or technology? Um, so, you know, making sure that you've got that balance. Um, but first and foremost, making sure that you're really showcasing the best of your abilities and providing enough information to that employer uh, to really show your qualifications. Well, and social media is really important. You mentioned LinkedIn, but you should also kind of monitor all of your social media, right? I mean, don't you think employers are going to your your Facebook, your Snapchat, your Instagram, your you know Twitter, and all that kind of stuff, and kind of checking you out? Right. So you know, there are certain federal regulations and things as far as you know, if it's something that they publicly can you know access, 
they can see that. So be mindful of what you may have out there. Uh, you know, we read headlines where something from eight, ten years ago is coming back on, uh, you know, potential, you know, candidates. Uh, so be mindful of what presence you do have out there. I'm not saying to not have a presence because, well, for one thing, that's just not feasible. Um, and that would pos- possibly raise more suspicion. Uh, but just be mindful of what you're putting out there or what those settings are on your accounts and who can view those. Um, so, it, you know, again, I kind of go back to there are particular industries that kind of expect you to have, um, you know, some front-facing uh, capabilities. Right. So, you know, if you're going into branding and things, do you have some separate accounts that help showcase um, some of those things? Uh, but certainly just being mindful of, of what can be seen. Got it. Now, where should people start? I, I, there's so many, it seems, job websites and resources to uh, start to look for jobs. Are all of those credible sources? Well, and certainly there's, there's the, the, the kicker, you know, credible. Um, you know, you hear big names like Indeed, and it does a great yeah. job of pulling in postings from so many other job boards. Uh, so Indeed is great. Um, you can always kind of see, too, what the source is as far as where that posting was. Did it come from a company website or did it come from another third-party site? Um, you know, Indeed uh-huh. LinkedIn also has some job postings, as well uh-huh. as I'd be remiss if I don't mention uh, Handshake, which is a job database we utilize here within the Career Center uh, that students have access to as well as recent alumni. Um, So the biggest thing is really making sure you vet these opportunities just as much as they're vetting you. You want to make sure, is this an opportunity that I'm interested in? Is this a company Mm -hmm. that I would want to work for? Right, right. And and are you seeing, I mean, I just have to kind of take a little um, sidebar here. Are you seeing that that, that it's pretty active on the website, the, the handshake? I mean, are we getting new job postings and things like that? Yes. So actually, you know, when this uh, started, we did start seeing, you know, a slight decline in the number of postings. Um, But just in probably the past week, we are seeing, you know, a couple hundred positions are coming back. So we're keeping about 5,700 job opportunities um, posted for our students and alumni, as well as uh, just last night I saw a commercial for Indeed and the half million jobs that have been posted in recent weeks. And so, you know, it seems promising, um, you know, that things are coming back. And so, it is one of those situations where, you know, maybe as a recent graduate, students are having to kind of evaluate, do I need the right job or do I need that job right now? Um, right. And so, I, you know, I do encourage them, you know, look at your situation. Um, certainly, you know, every case can be unique in that regard. But if you find yourself just, you know, in that situation of I just need a job, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people in that situation. There is no wasted job opportunity because you can still develop a lot of the skills that regardless of the industry, regardless of the position, employers want to see these soft skills, communication, collaboration, mm-hmm. technology. These things will carry you into that next position. Um, so certainly kind of evaluating where you may be um, but trying not to get too discouraged. Well, and I would think, too, during this time, I mean, the employers are going to look at, future employers are going to look at, what did you do during this time? Did you just sit around or did you work and try to work, right? Exactly. And so that's where, you know, hey, if you have some time to kind of keep developing in your in your job search, what skills are you developing? You know, there's Coursera, you know, Lynda.com, Tableau, Google Analytics. So there are some skills that you can even gain right now that are being offered for free. But while that's on that personal development side, you know, we're hearing of our students that are making masks. You know, they have access to some technology and they're doing 3D printing of face shields and masks. And then there are some folks 
that, you know, are gathering materials for area nursing homes. And so don't feel as though if you find yourself maybe potentially volunteering that that's going to put you in a bad situation because you weren't employed. No, employers, we're going to find probably six months, a year down the road, they're going to look at this time frame and say, what did you do? Um, and again, mm-hmm. if, it, if you contributed in some way, uh, see that as a positive. Uh, now, again, certainly not everyone may have that same ability, but, you know, what can you do? What, what are you able to do and participate in during this time? Got it. What about networking, Jocelyn? How important is networking? Is that still a way to get a job? Yes. Yeah, so right now it's not as though you're going to probably go to any conferences or any large <laughs> rooms with quite a few people. Um, but, you know, I, I'm going to mention LinkedIn again. Now's the time to really develop that profile. Uh, again, I'm going to plug our career center. We can help you in evaluating your profile. But find people in companies that maybe interest you and try to connect and say, you know, hey, what skills should I be developing now? Um, there's really no reason not to at least send out some of those emails And, you know, hey, maybe you can even do what we call an informational interview where you find someone who's willing to uh, allow all the time for you to interview them on what they could be Mm -hmm. doing, what about the company, and kind of flipping that script a little bit. Um, So really Mm -hmm. trying to use time to to network is great because it also kind of helps discover potential hidden job markets. You know, they may not have a position posted, but you may help find the way um, for them to potentially hire you for something or another project they have upcoming. Well, and even, you know, find someone who has a job that you want, I guess, and, and, and say, hey, how did you get to where you are? Exactly. And, you know, what, what do I need to do and, and make some contact that way? Very, very interesting ideas. Okay, I think we have time for one other uh, question. How do you recover from rejection? I think that that, I mean, I, you know, as a, as a, a graduate, um, I remember being rejected, you know, multiple times, and I, always, I just wanted to, like, lay in my bed. But you can't do that. <laughs> right. You know, it is one of the things. It does happen. Um, the biggest thing is, you know, how do you move forward from that? Uh, you know, we like to try to kind of evaluate uh, kind of that recruitment cycle with students. And so if they come in and say, I've been putting my resume everywhere and I'm just not getting any callbacks. Okay, well, then we're going to evaluate the resume you're putting out there. Um, and we'll start there. And then if they start getting some of the callbacks and they're going on interviews, but they're not lending that job, then we're going to evaluate, hey, let's go do some mock interviews. Let's talk about those interviewing skills. Um, so while you do kind of need to reflect on where is this occurring, uh, at the same time, too, you do need to be forward-looking. You know, what about that next opportunity um, and, and trying to move forward? Because certainly rejection stings a little bit, um, but you've got to try to keep moving forward and move on to that next opportunity. Perfect. Where can we find you and all of your talents and skills and expertise? We need contact yeah. information. Yeah, so uh, we, you can give us a call, 409-880-8878. Uh, you can also send us an email at careercenter at lamar.edu. And once everything is back to normal, essentially, uh, or as normal as we can get, we are located in the Galloway Business Building in Suite 102. Perfect. Thanks, Jocelyn. I really appreciate all the great information and appreciate you listening to the LU Moment. I'm Shelley Batanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University, the pride of Southeast Texas.